For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Hallelujah. Are you clapping for the master? Even if you are listening on Sweet Melodies or watching on Facebook, YouTube, clap for Jesus. He is worthy. Some people cannot lift their hands up. So when you can clap, don't be too diplomatic about your clapping and make it look like you don't really want to clap. Hallelujah. Father, thanks a million for another privilege, wonderful opportunity. You afford us to be in your house, in your presence. Thanks a million. We ask that you will open our eyes to behold, to behold wondrous things, beautiful things out of your wonderful book. This great book you left us. And by your spirit you open our eyes to understand the contents thereof. Bless us today and help us all in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church today? We are still on giving thanks, appreciating, being appreciative, being thankful, being grateful. I don't know if you are enjoying this series, but I am. And um, I pray that God will help you to be a grateful person. Amen. Those who repay evil for good is where we are at. And this one will be part four. Proverbs 17, 13 says, He who returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. And um, we looked initially at the expected responses from you when good things are done for you. We said you should say thank you or sing thank you. I mean, the Christians were singing thank you today. When you say thank you, that is is a regular and normal response that we require from you. So turn to your neighbor and say, learn to say thank you all the time. And then say thank you for the same act good that was done till you die the same thing it's not burdensome and boring even the person you are saying thank you say oh it's okay it's okay it doesn't mean it's okay it doesn't mean you shouldn't say it 
<laughs> if you are giving your mother money and she says, Oh, your mom of your mother in law, and he says, I so monk, it's like, Let it be. So it's okay. Oh, I mean, you've done so much already. There's no need to do anything. Then you say, Oh, okay. Since you are, you know, I've taken it back. You, you've made a mistake. Please go and give it back and say, Look, I made a mistake in not extending my hand when you said it was okay. Because it's not okay. It's just out of politeness. The person is trying to say it's okay. But it doesn't mean it's okay as in she doesn't need it, you shouldn't give it, then you just put it back in your pocket. Hey, you pa. Or you are giving your boss a present. Ah, how much is your money that you have? Oh, take your thing, take it. And then you take it. Say, oh, okay. I didn't know that you don't need it. Hey, you've made an error. So say thank you. And say thank you for the very act and the same act till you die. Whatever good is done for you, it stands secure in your life. You can't erase it. It's, it's not a class one uh, people's book that you have done some work that you use gomb to erase it. Do you understand gomb? Yeah. You, it's like eraser, then you erase, it's like I don't like what I've written or that the teacher says it's wrong, so I've erased it you cannot erase good things that are done, they are done for you for all eternity number two do something good that shows that you are thankful, okay do something good in return, do you see for the good that is done so always look for a good opportunity to um, to return the good, to return the favor. When I was in class, uh, I think class four or five, I don't know, I can't remember, but one of these classes, I don't remember whether it was the, a, a certain reading book or English exercise book that has the story of one good ten deserves another. Uh, it was in site two, but I'm not sure whether it was in preparatory school too, but there was a, a story of, I think it was a dog that had broken its leg and a, a little boy, you know, helped the dog. It was in a trap also. Then he took the leg out and bandaged it and the dog was happy. So the dog was following him around. Then a snake was trying to, was lurking in the branches somewhere and the dog back, pa, 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 like that. Then it was like one good turn has, he has done good in return, he has saved the boy's life. Who saved his life? Even when you watch movies, you see somebody was about to be shot. Then somebody shoots the person. I say, then they can, I owe you one. I owe you, I owe you my life. I have to save your life in return for my life that you have saved. Alright, so do something. Look for opportunity. That is why on people's birthdays, people who have made significant input in your life on their birthdays is a good opportunity to say to say thank you in return so it wasn't for your birthday that the person did what he did but on his birthday it's a good opportunity to say thank you in words and say thank you in action or you don't get the message it's not too much to buy your father a car he has your mother a car. She has carried you many times. He has wheeled you to school many times. Now you are blessed. Now you are prosperous. When you get money, you only think of changing your flat screen, changing your 
microwave, they are all working. But it's like I have to, I've seen one that you speak and it works. <laughs> now you don't need remote control again. You just speak and it works. Now you want to turn your house into a smart house. This is your analog house. By the time you turn it into smart house, I don't know how much you even spend. But it's like every day we want to do something new. You have suits, uh, you want now one that is check, check. Like a dummy. I mean like a draft board. Do you see? <laughs> it's like you are never satisfied with what you have. To have space and disposable income that can be used to say thank you. I'm teaching you, if you don't learn it, I don't know where else you learn it from, but they don't teach it at MBA um, marketing school. I don't know whether, Prof, you have a course where they teach how can I say thanks. <laughs> but it is good. It's good to, to, to do that because um, even teachers, they, they have a sticker and they used to, I don't know, these days people don't put stickers behind their cars and things to speak. Unless it's maybe a convention or some program that they're advertising. But they used to have a sticker and on the sticker they had written, if you can read this, thank a teacher. Thank a teacher. Some of us, there's a teacher in your life. You must buy a car, drive it with ribbons, park it in front of his house, go to the house and say, Mr. Odum, thank you so much. Hey, you are the reason why I took education seriously. And today I am a blessed man. Please, um, I'm, I'm about to leave. Can you just see me off? You know, and the man will say, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I didn't know that you remember me. Say, oh, how can I forget you? Please, when we go out, say, oh, you have a beautiful car. You just had a wedding or something that you put red ribbons around the car. He says, oh, no, no, this car, Mr. Odum, please. Oh, for me, why? Why? Because what the person has done is so valuable that even a car is not enough to do. So do something in return, something good in return. The Bible says that do not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So you have to do something good in return. Beautiful. The third one in your response was being thankful having a grateful attitude as a regular and standard and it's a, it's, it doesn't change your face doesn't change your the way you appreciate the person never changes whether time has come or not you always say thank you i told you i was listening to a radio a, a pastor a man of god was being interviewed as he was being interviewed i, I suddenly i heard my name and i was wondering that hey why, 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 why does my name come in? So he said, oh, I want to use this opportunity to thank, you know, people like Bishop Ediadi of Lighthouse Chapel International. When we were in secondary school, I mean, he really helped me. And I don't remember the help that I gave him. I don't remember that I did anything for him. But he had become the chairman of the Apostolic Church of Ghana. And as he was being interviewed, do you see... Something that I don't even remember and I don't even, I have not seen him prior to that time since we left secondary school 40 years ago. 41 years now. 
And he was talking and mentioning my name after 40 years. Because what input I made in his life, whether I remember it or not, is an input. And whether I have not seen him for years or not, I am the one. <laughs> but for you, you are for, it's like time has passed. I mean, things are different now. I mean, yeah, they used to give us food, but Charlie, now dear, we are even, you know, we, are, we, we go to restaurants ourselves. And I don't know why I should even go there to Suegu and say thank you because this thing, it is past long time. You've made a mistake. Tell your neighbor, that is a mistake. Alright, so we looked at various people who returned evil for good that was done to them so that you will see their example and run away from it. Say, I'll run away from it. You won't say, I will run away from it. Oh, I can see some people are not saying it. Is, is, it, is there a problem? Is there, like, you don't, is there a problem? Are you looking at something? Is there something that is worrying you? Why are you not saying it? Please say it yourselves, everybody. I will run away from it. Very important. Must run away from it. So the Israelites were a good example after deliverance. They used memoring as their form of saying thank you. Memoring, complaining. Do you see? If if you consider it, you see that you can mem- you have been memoring actually about many things that have been done for you. Be memoring, always complaining. You've got a wife, but you are complaining. And you have a wife, oh, and some people don't have. You you may think contrary to what men think it's not so easy to find a wife that's why there's a movie called coming to america he couldn't find a wife in his country he had to move from his country to america to find a wife as a prince yes and it was not easy to find a wife even when he found one that he liked it was not easy for him when the girl found out that she was so, he was so rich, he said, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I come from a humble background, I cannot marry a prince. Ah, no, 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 no. What? I'm going back to my country. I don't like such things. You didn't tell me that you are so rich. I like people who are poor and whatever. It's not easy like that. When you find a wife, you ought to say thank you. You may say that, oh, but I can get a lot of them, a lot of sisters. Okay. You may find one that can kill you. Yes. You'll be surprised that the one that you go and find that you thought was better than you will see that he'll kill you. Yes. He has got a sharp knife waiting to cut off your thing because he thinks that you are looking for other girls. <laughs> hey. Then you have got this one who is there very nice very domestic domesticated do you see always serviceable bends even to serve you you don't you are just bored always bored i mean just always you there's no smile on your face you are just bored as your standard response when she calls you the idea Yes. What is it? What is it? Is that why you respond? 
to somebody who has married you makes food for you everything do you see yes she may not be so exciting and so acrobatic in on the other side but that is what attracted you because she was not so it's like you didn't want a, a show girl a play girl do you see and you found her now you want her to be a play girl and it's not easy like that when you have not been a play girl to be a play girl you have to really learn and 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 you need training and a, a very very well it's not easy to train such a suistic virginistic people so one one man he told his son hello shh, 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 one man he told his son that never marry a virgin a man a grown up man who was in his 60s or something he, his son was going to marry he told him that never marry a virgin <laughs> now you ask yourself why is he making such a statement because of what he has seen it before I don't know why he, he I don't know he didn't explain the son also didn't explain because the man didn't go further all he said is that never marry a virgin yes full stop because maybe I don't know. I don't know. You should also analyze it. If I should analyze it. I say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bishop. I see your mind. No, 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 no. Please, you two analyze it. We are all analyzing. The man made a statement. We should all meditate on it, chew on it, and then understand what it means. If you are a virgin, don't be so uptight, please. We are not saying anything about you. It's somebody who told his son, and we are saying that he told his son that. Please, don't say that the church doesn't like virgins anymore. Please, please, you are thinking wrongly. Sister Equia. Please, we are not saying anything like that. It's just somebody who told his son. I shouldn't say, okay, I won't say it. I think I'm talking to the wrong group. But these people, they are, the girls here, they are looking at me as though I have made that statement. I didn't make that statement. Why are you looking at me as though I made that statement? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that now you are going to lose your virginity this week. No problem. I told you I have nice things, only that. By the way, you may not you may not be as you are you are today as you were last week because of various movements we are making for your advantage. So don't be so sad about it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that was just an introduction for you to see what is going to come. So that's a blessing. So, number two was the children of Ammon. You remember last week, the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, how they returned evil for good when God told the Israelites, Leave them on the land. And they later came to attack them. You know, like somebody has nicely appointed, trained you, appointed you, uh, consecrated you, ordained you. And then you return evil for it. It's very common in the world. Both the corporate world and the world of ministry. And the world of 
uh, family life is very common to find people that good has been done and they return evil for it. Some of them are sitting here. Some are listening to me on radio. Yeah. Yes, listen carefully. It's very common when somebody does good to you, you return evil for it. He kept them alive, but they returned with an attack. The next one was the Jews saying thank you to Jesus by hating him without a cause. You were not here. We continued with the Israelites said thank you to Jeremiah by digging a pit and putting him inside. Then he told God, "How look at how I have stood before you for them. Yes. I've interceded for them. I've spoken for them. Times when your judgment was hot against them, I stood in the gap. But now they've dug a pit for me. You see. Some people say thank you to pastors that way. Preaching. Helping. Encouraging. Visiting. Praying. Then you see that a pit is dug. Looking out for something, a fault or a mistake. So you can jump on him. And finish him. Don't dig a pit for your pastor, for your shepherd. Always look out for how I can return good for good. Yeah. Always have an attitude of gratitude. Yes. Don't look out for a person's mistakes so that you can say, Ah! There goes another. Oh! I didn't know. You see, they've been saying it, but I, you know, some of us became blinded to all these things. But now we have seen. Seen what? Do you see? So learn it. Jeremiah, he said, they have dug a pit for me. And see how. Hmm? He told God, see how I've interceded for them. Hmm? Should good be repaid with evil? Lord, how I stood before you to speak good to them, to good to uh, on their behalf, so as to turn away your wrath from them. Now look at how they have returned evil. So, when somebody is like a prophet, a pastor, don't dig a pit. Don't look out for something you can use. Don't look for something you can post on Facebook so that you can add him to the number of pastors who have been maligned, lambasted, vilified, castigated, and ostracized. Oh, you don't understand what we are preaching. You don't like the message. Don't look out. Even if you see a brother, you know, who is overtaking, the Bible says if you, a brother is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, you who have not done any evil, 
you must restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering yourself it's very easy when you see somebody's fault to just point finger and say hey you are like that oh you didn't do it oh whatever must restore such a one in the spirit of meekness we don't get the message still you like it false witnesses say thank you by accusing the one who cared for them David experienced that number five number six wicked men say thank you for your love by becoming your adversaries David experienced that today I want us to look at Joash a king in the bible called Joash so let's look at how Joash came up and then let's see how he conducted himself afterwards. Are you there still or I don't know whether yeah. In 2nd Chronicles 24. The story begins before but I just want you to read uh, chapter 24 verse 1. It says Joash was 7 years old when he began to reign to reign and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem his mother's name was Zebiah of Beersheba and Joash did that which was right in the sight of all of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest and Jehoiada took for him two wives Jehoiada found wives for this boy who was seven years when he began to reign and then when he became of marriageable age Jehoiada the priest eh, his pastor he found him two wives I I don't know these days I don't know I mean uh, we are not allowed you know I don't know who, who brought it up Maybe it was Apostle Paul who said uh, a bishop must be a, a husband of one wife. But that doesn't mean that, you know, well, it doesn't mean that if you are not a bishop, you are not qualified to have more than. But I, I don't know how you can have two wives. Because it looks like even in the laws of the land, when you have a, a wedding, you can't have another wedding. So even the land has restricted you. So if you have a, you've done a wedding and you have go and do a wedding somewhere else, it's bigamy. It's like you have married two people under a law which you you, you is not allowed. You, you you can be you can be you can be jailed. Yeah. So it's one man, one wife. But in those days, it was quite a simple thing. Because okay, you you let's continue. Because some of you are very alert. It's like you are waiting for me to give you scriptures. That can support having two wives. <laughs> These brothers. <laughs> it's like, wow. Hey, okay. Keep preaching, Bishop. I, I, I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's a priest found two wives for the king. Wow. Wow. His pastor. You are waiting for me. Eh? <laughs> So his pastor found him two wives and brought them to him. Very interesting. Maybe I will just stay on this story because today I don't want to preach long. Yeah. If I don't finish, I will continue 
another one example in another service so that I don't have to put myself under pressure. Because this is a very important you, when you hear the story and you understand what went, went, went on, you, 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 you'll, be, you'll be amazed. So he gave him two wives and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. You know, his heart was now moved for God's house and his work. His pastor had given him wives. Actually, his pastor set him up as the king. Because he was one of the, uh, the sons of a king that were killed. But some, they, they kept him and secretly kept him alive. So Jehu rose up and killed the king that was there and slaughtered all the lineage of, of kinship. So there was nobody to reign. But this Jehoiada, he, he armed priests, pastors, gave them swords and spears, and marched to the palace and overthrew Jehu and all those people who were in the, in the palace at the time. And he put this boy at seven years old. He made him the king. Wow. <laughs> he made him the king. So he, he got to a point where he, he felt so grateful. So he felt that, look, I must do something about the house of God. Like how some of you will look around and say, oh, I want to do something for the house of God. Some of you have built uh, 9 by 18 buildings. I went to inspect some of them. And I said, wow. When people stand in this building and lift up their hands, it's to your account. That will be a blessing. So he also said he's going to repair the house. He gathered together the priests and the Levites. Then he said to them, go out into the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year. And see that ye hasten the matter. How be the Levites hastened it not? See, the pastors were slow in gathering the money phlegmatizing this very powerful vision and the king called Jehoiada the chief the one who made him the king and gave him wives why hast thou not required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of Moses the servant of the Lord he even knew the Bible and, and the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witness for the sons of Ataliah that wicked woman had broken up the house of God and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Baalim. And at the king's commandment, they made a chest and set it without at the gates of the house. And then now they, brought the, they made a proclamation throughout Judah, Jerusalem to bring in, into the Lord the collection that Moses the servant of God laid upon Israel in the wilderness and all the princes rejoiced and brought it in and then and it came to pass at that uh, at whatever time then they gathered the money and then they they repaired the temples beautiful verse 15 but Jehoiada waxed old and was full of days when he died and hundred and thirty years old was he when he died so now Jehoiada is dying they buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel do you understand and that good had affected Joash 
and, and toward the house of God. Now, after the death, somebody say, after the death of Jehoiada, came the princes of Judah and made obeisance to the king, then the king hearkened to them. And they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers and served groves and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this their trespass. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again unto the Lord. And they testified against them, but they would not give ear. This is in the reign of Joash. His father had, Jehoiada the pastor had died. Now, you whose heart was redirected to God and you even made people bring raised funds and raise money to build the house repair it and all that you have ten and you are now following idols because some people came to put pressure on him princes who don't know his father his pastor and what his father had taught them the spirit of God came upon Zechariah the son of Jehoiada the priest which stood above the people and said unto them, you see, this is Zechariah, the, the son of Jehoiada, the pastor, the former, the pastor who died, who was Joash's pastor, and who gave him two wives, who fought the king that was there before him, and made he rather king. At seven years old, his son had now come up also a priest, and is now also, um, been given the spirit of God to also now speak to the people and, the, and Zechariah the son of Jehoiada the priest which stood above the people and said unto them thus saith God why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord that ye cannot prosper because ye have forsaken the Lord he hath also forsaken you listen oh and they conspired against Zechariah this Zechariah and stoned him with stones at the commandment of who? At the commandment of who? The king in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus, Joash remembered not the kindness which Jehoiada, his father, had done to him, but slew his son. And when he died, he said, The Lord look upon it and require it. And if you read on at the end of the year, the Syrians came up against Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the princes of the people and sent all the spoil of them to Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came up with a small company of men and the Lord delivered a very great host into their hand. The Israelites were a lot. The Judah and and all Jerusalem were a lot. But the small company of people from Syria... They just finished them. Because God gave them victory over the Israelites. So they executed judgment against Joash. And when they were departed from him, for they left him in in great diseases, his own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest and slew him on his bed and he died. And they buried him in the city of David. Oh, mercy. They buried him in the city of David. Forgive, 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 forgive. But they buried him not in the sepulchres of the kings. 
And these are they that conspired against him. Zabad the son of Shemaiah, an Ammonites, and Jehuzabad the son of Shemrith, a Moabites. Beautiful. So here you are, Joash. Young boy, you can't fight. You don't have skill as a soldier. You are only seven years old. You have not even learned how to eat your own food. And somebody takes you up and makes you a king because you are the rightful heir. And for his kindness, you know, of putting you on the throne and giving you wives, two, or not even just one, two, so that you can enjoy the kingship and enjoy your life. Then he dies naturally. But his son comes after him. Now because the father is dead, you have forgotten the kindness of Jehoiada. And because you have followed idols, which is wrong. You have turned from following God, which is wrong. And he's, he's been, the spirit of God has come upon him and he has prophesied evil against you. He's preached a message you don't like. You rise up and and give a commandment. Stone him, foolish boy. You see things, you you see that, you see you not become this thing again. Nonsense, stupidity. Who is your father? Your father should come from the grave himself. He will see what I'll do to him. And that's how many of us are. You see, Joash said thank you to Jehoiada. Do you see? By killing his son. By killing his son. If somebody does good to you, the blessing of his good must affect you and affect his children. And his children's children. When David became king, listen to what he said. (laughs) He said when he was established, is there anybody in the house of Saul that I might show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Because Jonathan was the boy, Saul's son, who delivered him, who, who made him escape his father's spear, and who helped him to escape his father's wrath, and who helped him to become a king in the place. So when David became a king and he was established, and Jonathan was dead, and Saul was dead, he stood up and he said, Hey! Look at how I'm blessed. <laughs> Look at how I am so I'm enjoying. Is there nobody? Is there no other? There's no. Is there nobody in Jonathan's lineage? There's some source lineage that I will show him kindness for Jonathan's sake because Jonathan was a good guy to me. He was really helpful to me. Is there nobody? And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son which is lame on his feet. My God and my Lord. 
And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Masher, the son of Emiel in Lodibar. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Masher, the son of Emiel from Lodibar. And now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And his answer, behold my son. And Mephibosheth was lame on his feet. He was a cripple. Because when Saul died, there was confusion in the land. Everybody was running helter-skelter for his life. The midwife who was carrying him was a baby then. The midwife who was carrying him was also running, but she tripped on the steps and, and the boy fell and his legs got broken and he never recovered from it. But even though he was crippled, David said unto him, fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake and will restore thee all the land all the land all the land of thy father of Saul thy father instead of saying that you are with foolish children of this thing I will know whatever all the land that the father you take the land and give it to your children when you know that it doesn't belong to you and there are people like that your brother died he left land he left house you have made his children homeless and you have taken over the house you are listening to me on sweet melodies God is speaking to you today you won't restore the house you won't restore the lands these children who, whose father was good to you probably been paid your fees and looked after you you've taken over his properties his cars because the cars are nice and the cars are new and the children are not so old you say they are yours they are not yours they are not yours. David said, I will show you kindness for your father Jonathan's sake and will restore thee all the land of Saul your father and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Hey! Yeah, the David is very nice. Very, very well. My sister has been telling me that I shouldn't be telling our story in public. Because she was listening to me one day and she told her, Ah, you have been telling our stories in public. Eh? Don't take our stories out. But I will, I will disobey my sister today. Yes. My sister passed just this Tuesday. I have a sister, a last born. She passed this Tuesday. When I came to church on Tuesday, I didn't go home till 2 p.m. Because of, she was sick, she was ill. I've been a long time. But, I think it was 25 plus 84 is what? 2009. Beautiful. So in 2009, my sister approached me and said, oh, she needs a loan. This is my last born. She needs a loan to buy a car. Car was not, not how did you have the Matisse or one of these? They used to have these small, small cars. Matisse, uh, Tico, those type of cars. There was another one which was a little long, bigger than the Matisse. That's Tico. Uh-huh. 
those type, I think it was like 5,000. I can't remember the amount, but something. It was a car. So I said, oh, what car are you trying to buy? He said, oh, this car. How much is it? He said, this amount. So I said, oh, okay. Let's make some sacrifices here and there, here and there, and then organize the car. Then I was at the Kodesh. When I called her to come, I've been able to, the car has come. The loan for the car, no, the car has come. So when the car came and I called her, I said, this is, this is yours, please have it. Then she said, so how much does she owe me? I said, oh, you don't owe me anything. You don't owe me anything. How can you owe me something? A daughter of my father, you have grown up, you need a car. I should give you a loan for it. No, 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 you don't owe me anything. Then she began to cry. Then as she was crying, she told me that, you know, because today I have done something that has saddened her because today is 25 years exactly since our father died. Yes. It was 20th September. So he said, today, the day of the event that I'm giving, I didn't know that. I was not aware. I'd forgotten my father, the date, I'd forgotten everything. Then she told me that that day, as I'm giving it to her, is the day that our father died. That very day, 25 years to the date. Hey, I began to shake because I felt that that honor I have done, not to her, but to her father, to our father, has made me honor my father, even in his death, by showing kindness. To my own sibling. Yes. And she was crying and crying and crying and crying. Fear not, for I will show thee kindness. Yes. For Jonathan, thy father's sake. You see, there's a father who helped you. His son is there, his children. They are languishing in poverty and languishing in some kind of trouble. As you are okay now, but it has never occurred to you that for the sake of <laughs> this man, so when Joash, you see, when he was in the, on the throne and jo- Jehoiada had died, he should have said that, ah, you Zechariah, you are a priest now, you are a prophet, and now your father has died. Please, what are you saying? Say it well so that I understand you. For your father's sake, I will not do anything to dishonor the man who brought me up to this throne when I was only seven years old. You see, you were seven. You didn't know your left from your right. Is there any seven-year-old boy here? You can if you put a seven-year-old boy here and we say that he's not the president of Ghana. You will see what we are talking about. That's, that was Joash. And now that this man has died, you have, you have risen up against his children and return evil for the good that was done. How will you get a wife? How do you know how to get a wife? How do you know how to ascend onto a throne that wicked people, including wicked Atalia, People who have returned the whole nation to worship idols. How do you know to, 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 to 
overcome them and ascend the throne. But for this Jehoiada, who took swords and spears and marshaled the priests and called them and said, let's go, let's go and, and, uh, and do a coup d'etat or, and remove these vagabonds from the place and put the rifle air there. And they put you there. That's how you say thank you, eh? You say thank you for, for this priest and for this man of God. He risked his life. He could have been killed in that battle. He could have lost his priesthood. The risk of that, that particular move could have backfired. And all the priests would have been killed. Because priests are not soldiers. So if you are going to fight soldiers, it's not going to be easy. But he armed them and marched to the palace and removed the one who was there and put this boy there. And when he put him there, after you have grown up and now you are strong and you are healthy, now you are eating such and your wives have grown, you have born the children. You are telling me that you don't remember Jehoiada. Okay. Maybe there's a Jehoiada in your life. So when I always want to say thank you for Bishop Dagwood Mills. He's more than Jehuada in my life. What I'm saying, you see, the result of this Joash's action is what we saw in his own people killing him for what he did against Jehoiada because everybody can see that it's not nice yeah it's not nice when you are treating the person who was good to you when people know it and then they see how you are insulting the person they know that it's not a nice thing and you may stand and say that but why are they killing the king I mean these people they must also be killed you see your, your mind is not mature the mind is not mature. That's why you'll be saying that. Is there anybody in Jonathan, Saul's house, Jonathan, that I might show him kindness? I will show you kindness for your father's sake. I will show you kindness for Jonathan's sake. I will show you kindness because the man has died. Though. The man is dead. He's gone. But the one who has come after is remembering the kindness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remembering the kindness. Wow. God judges the world today based on the world's reaction to his own son. Yes. How do you treat God's son? Are you kind to God's son? Are you loving to God's son? Do you remember that Jesus is God's son? How did human beings behave when God sent his own son into the world? They attacked him. They murdered him. Yes. Was not a very nice thing. Killing God's son is how people show gratitude. Yes, to God for his love. Men to whom great kindness has been shown should say thank you by showing kindness to the children of the men who have done them good. Always remember that God will judge you for your reaction to his son. So you may say that it's not the man. If it was the man, I would do. But the children, even the children are drunkards. Oh, the children are into drugs. Oh, the children. So I will never give them such a house. If I give them these cars, they will even spoil it. I will never. So, so those children, you have no interest in them. But God is speaking to your heart. God is talking to you. 
Is there anybody who has showed you kindness? What about his children? What about his children? Do you have any such kindness? That's why your attitude to God must be one of deep, 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 deep gratitude. And whatever you have to do to show that he gave you his son, do you understand? You must, you must receive him with love and deep appreciation. Well, if God himself was to arrive here, you say, oh, yeah, God, yeah, if it's God, yeah, fine. But, 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 you know, I mean, this whole thing about, you know, yeah, I've given my life to Jesus, but, you know, doing anything, it's like I don't really have time, my job, my work, my children, I don't really see, uh, you know, I can't have time and so on. Now, your kindness for receiving God's great gift in his son is to not have time for anything that represents him. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Our way of saying thank you to the son who came to live and die to purchase our redemption is to say I don't have time. I don't have time for all these things. I don't have time for all these things. Is that how you show kindness? Is that how you show gratitude? Is that how you, you, you come around? It's like if, if, if God has sent you his son, God has been kind to you, God has been kind to you, and his son says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's like I don't have time. You are changing from today. Amen. I said you are changing from today. Amen. Jehoiada, he said, Sure. Your father has died and gone, and you are coming to small boy. You are coming to do what to me? How dare you bring me to order? You can't. Away with you. May God have mercy on you and show you great kindness. There's another similar story. Let me just go to that one, number eight. The children of Israel said thank you to Gideon for delivering them by killing 70 of his children. The stories are wild. Your own, they they wrote the Bible before you came, so your own is not inside. But you two, you have done worse. Are you there still? In Judges. Judges. Yeah. Chapter 8, you see that story. All these stories, they begin way before, but just so that we will not overshoot our time too much today. Beautiful. Judges 8, 32. And Gideon, the son of Joash, not that Keno, this is a different Joash, died in a good old age and was buried in the sepulchre of Joash's father in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. And it came to pass as soon as Gideon was dead. Do you remember Gideon? Gideon was the guy who an angel appeared to and, and then if you heard of the fleece, the angel appeared to him and said, Thou mighty man of valor, and that God will use him to redeem Israel from the Midianites. And then he said, What? Me? 
I am the least in my family. My, my, my father's house is the least in Israel. Yes. My tribe is the least. My father's house is the least also. And then I am also the least in my father's house. How can I be used by God? And the angel said, go in this your might. This is the might that God is going to use. Then he says, then show me a sign that, you know, it will happen. Then he said, okay. Um, the angel said he will let, he, he should find the fleece, like the, 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 fleece is what? The fair, the fair of, of a lamb or a ram or sheep or something like that. Like what you use for wool. You make it, you use, so he, he put it on the ground and he said, okay, it should rain everywhere. Do you see? Apart from the fleece, where the fleece is. Because if it only, if it rains on the fleece only and not around the ground, it will be as though somebody came to wet the fleece. But rather, let rain come on every part of the ground, only this one it shouldn't touch. So they did some fleece, like a, a chacha, a lot, lottery. And then he used it as a sign. So okay, there he went. So he delivered Israel. Then when he died, the Bible says, it came to pass as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel turned again and went a whoring after Balim and made Baal Berith their God. You see, it's always the idolatry, backsliding. When people backslide, that's when they start turning against God and the people who are sent to them. And the children of Israel remembered not the Lord their God, who had delivered them out of the hands of all their enemies on every side. Neither showed they kindness to the house of Jerubal, namely Gideon, according to all the goodness which he has showed unto Israel. People can return evil for good that has been shown them. When you see it, don't, don't say that, hey, but this uh, Gideon, maybe there were things that we didn't know. You see? You, 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 there were things maybe we didn't Maybe. How, how can the people just rise up and fight Gideon and kill Gideon's children? There must be something maybe Gideon did. Because human beings can't just get up and kill somebody. People can. People can. People can. Out of ingra- deep ingratitude. I'm teaching you, but if you don't understand it, you will never receive what I'm saying. People can. Gideon, what evil had he done against the people? Nothing. Only maybe he didn't want you to have your way when you wanted to have idols. Now that he has died and he's out of the way, you have done what you know. If Gideon was alive, you would dare not do that. But now you have risen up to follow idols. And then you turn against his children and slaughter them and use that as your thank you for the person who has loved you, who has risked his life, who has delivered you, and then who has helped you to be who you are today. Hey. Oh, Zabakutari Adalaba. Judges 9, verse 2. He says, speak, I pray you, in the ears of all the men of Shechem, 
whether it's better for you either that all the sons of Jerubah which are three score and ten persons reign over you or that one reign over you remember also that I am bone of your, your flesh bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh and his mother's brethren speak of him in the ears of all the men of Shechem all these words and their hearts inclined and followed Abimelech this is Abimelech for they said he is our brother and they gave him three score and ten pieces of silver out of the house of Balbereth wherewith Abimelech hired vain and light persons which followed him and he went unto his father's house at Ophrah and slew his brethren the sons of Jerubal Gideon's children and stoned them with stones being three score and ten persons upon one stone notwithstanding yet Jotham the youngest son of Jerubal was left for he hid himself. Wow. And when they told it to Jotham, he went and stood in the top of Mount Gerizim and lifted up his voice and cried and said unto them, Hearken unto me, ye men of Shechem, that God may hearken unto you. The trees went forth <laughs> on a time to anoint a king over them. Then he gave them a parable. Yes. Now the father has died. Now all the sons are there. Then one Orangu son rises up and, and leads the people. The people also follow him to go and slay the sons of somebody who was your savior, who was your help, who was your trainer. Hey, people have received this thing. The day you see one, eh, you would like to come for all my messages and listen to them again. Then you see one of these ungrateful people who return evil for for good. Hey, in your office, you are the spearhead, the leader of riots. When you were a national service person, how you knelt before the man and said, I beg you, there's nobody in my family who works. My father, my mother are all sick. If I don't get this job, I'm a dead man. I beg you, I beg you, I beg you. The man said, oh, you know, what you have said has touched me. No problem. They say they need only one space, but I'll add a second one. Then they, 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 or I'll create something for you. you you just come and work with me for some time then after that the system will, will as an intern the system will swallow you yeah. they found a way and made the way and pushed you there today you are now established you are a manager you are manager units <laughs> they have people under you yeah it's easy for you now the man they say hey Salary something, something, something. He is the one who said that, that they should make that thing only 5% instead of 15%. And then, da, 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 da. no, no, we're not going to sit down. The man is wicked. We must say, then you are championing an aluta against the person who made a way for you. You are not a rabble rouser, an agent provocateur, an infantile leftist. <laughs> you are now rising and, and you should tell yourself when you are doing that who are you rising against that's a question you should ask yourself who are we rising against who are we trying to uh, 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 go and fight or kill or spoil his car hey choboy hey choboy hey choboy you, you are the choboy man 
Hey, you are the one shouting the toboy. I think when Julius Caesar was being killed, I think so many people were striking knives, daggers on him and everything. When his very best friend, the one with whom he ate and fellowshiped and talked, when, when he struck him and Caesar turned and saw that, hey, this Brutus is also one of the people killing me. He said, a hey, two Brute? It's like, a hey, two Brute? It's like, are you also inside this thing? Then fall, Caesar. Then fall. Because it's difficult. Painful. Somebody has looked after you today. You are taking him to court. Over land. The land boy is not yours. Don't like this type of messages, you see. It's rocking you on the wrong side. So he gave them a parable and said, The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them. And they said unto the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said unto them, Should I leave my fatness wherewith by me they honor God and man and go to be promoted over the trees? Hmm? And the trees said to the fig tree, so the olive said, ah, they used me to honor God and men. I think olive, we use the olive oil, yes, for anointing things. It's used to honor men, leave them to be kings, anoint them to be priests, anoint them to be prophets, and it's used for honoring God. I should leave it and come and be a ruler over, hey, I have a higher calling. Then the tree said to the fig tree, Come thou and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, Should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit and go to be promoted over the trees? Eh? Because he has olive, olive, uh, olive trees used for what? Uh, fig trees used for what? Fig is what? I think it's fruit, isn't it? It's a fruit. Okay. Then the tree said unto the vine, Come thou and reign over us. And the vine said unto them, Should I leave my wine, which cheereth God eh, and man? I don't know how God is cheered with wine, but <laughs> communion wine. Okay. It cheereth God and man, and go to be promoted over the trees. Then said all the trees unto the bramble, Come thou and reign over us. Bramble. And the bramble said unto the trees, if in truth ye anoint me king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. And if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now therefore, if you have done truly and sincerely in that ye have made Abimelech king, and if ye have dealt well with Jerubal and his house, and have done unto him according to the deserving of his hands, for my father fought for you, eh? and adventured his life far, and delivered you out of the hand of Midian, and ye are raising up against my father's house this day, and have slain his sons, three score and ten persons upon one stone and have made Abimelech the son of his maid servant king over the men of Shechem because he is your brother now some of you the only thing you know is because somebody is your brother he comes from a hometown 
the next verse. If ye then have dealt truly and sincerely with Jerubal and with his house this day, then rejoice ye in Abimelech and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech and devour the men of Shechem and the house of Milo and let fire come out from the men of Shechem and from the house of Milo and devour Abimelech. That means that all of you are going to be consumed. Abimelech and all of you who have followed him. All those guys. Hey. Are you there or you've gone home? The story is long. Let's jump to verse 50. Verse 50. He says, Then went Abimelech to Tebez and encamped against Tebez and took it. But there was a strong tower within the city and Thetha fled all the men and women and all they of the city and shut it to them. This is going to describe their destruction. But there was, oh, and shut it up and got them up to the top of the tower. Verse 52. And Abimelech came unto the tower and fought against it and went hard unto the door of the tower to burn it with fire. And a certain woman cast a piece of millstone upon Abimelech's head and all to break his car. Then he called hastily unto the, somebody's, a millstone is the one that you use for grinding pepper. Right. Eh? Is that not so? Yes. Yes, so the one that the, the, the big one that yes. is the lies down, sits down, then you yeah. grind pepper on it. Yeah. She took that one and, and released it onto his head as he was downstairs. And he called hastily unto his young man who bears his armor and said unto him, Draw thy sword and slay me, that men say not of me, a woman slew me. And his young man thrust him through and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they departed every man unto his place. And then what happened? Thus God rendered the wickedness of Abimelech, which he did unto his father, in slaying his 70 brethren. And all the evil of the men of Shechem did God render upon their heads. And upon them came the curse of Jotham, the son of Jerubah. Yes. So the curse. If you let fire will come. So you and Abimelech and all of you be consumed. He released the curse. And this is how it played out. A woman is the one who killed Abimelech. You see. So brothers, this is an amazing story. Yeah. Gideon was rewarded for his hard work. My father fought for you and adventured his life for you. See how you reward him. This was the way the nation of Israel thanked Gideon for all his adventurous missions where he risked his life for the nation. Yeah. Is that a nice way to say thank you? When you have good leaders, it's even in Ghana, we have had good leaders, but sometimes the way, even when Nkrumah, let's say, was overthrown, we all forgot that he championed, he adventured his life to release us from the clutches of colonialism. (laughs) You know these words, isn't it? Colonialism. 
and he declared that the, the Ghana, our beloved country, is free forever. Yes. And championed the liberation of other African countries. Because he said that the independence of Ghana is meaningless unless it is linked up with the total liberation of the African people. Hey, of Africa. Prof, am I saying the right thing? <laughs> but when he had traveled, I think he went to Hanoi. Then they overthrew him. Come and see Ghana. Hey, hey, hey. Because, I don't know, we all, we like a looter, rabble rousing. It's like people who are fighting authority. We just enjoy such things. But you don't even know the details of the issues, but you just enjoy it. Like, hey, yeah, it's true, it's good. Yeah, let, let him go. Let him go out. When they started to slaughter former heads of state, the whole of Ghana were screaming, let the blood flow. The campuses, let the blood flow. Wicked people, Kalabule, they have championed, they have made us poor. Kill them. Don't enjoy it when people rise up against authority. It's not a good thing. Don't enjoy it. If you are in the house, your brother is rising against your father. Your sisters are rising against your mother. Rise up against them and say that I am different from you. It's not right. One day we will also be fathers, we will also be mothers. We will not like our children to rise up against us no matter what we do to them. I'm reading the Bible. I've not even, I, I, I'm, I'm not even giving you some examples. But I'm reading just the Bible. You can see that these people, ingratitude. Yeah. Because somebody rose up and adventured himself for you. Yes. And instead of showing him commensurate appreciation, you come and kill his children. It's like you don't even like the man. That's why you are killing the children. That's the message you are giving. Those of you with Abodjese, when you wear shades, you look fearful. Don't let people rope you into rising against your bosses, your workers, your, I mean, the people who have done good to you and helped you. Then you just rise up and champion a cause to bring them down. Don't have that. that it's demonic. It's devilish. When some six pastors rose up against the leadership of this ministry, you will see even church members. You see that, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can somebody work for you and you don't pay his net? Have you gone into the issue? You even go into the issue. You even ask anybody any question. Then, as a church member, you just rise up with, with a kind of beastly thoughts against your own church. Because maybe they are your schoolmates. They've come from your hometown. One guy told me that how can somebody rise up against another person with whom you went to the same school? 
Abimelech has risen up. Because you and Abimelech went to the same school, you are saying that somebody who is rising against Abimelech, how can he rise up against Abimelech? Who also went to the same school? So we are in there. Since when did same school become a, 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 a congregation point for honoring God? Most of our schoolmates they don't even regard God. Instead of being aligned to God and his church, and a church that has been with you, giving you two wives. <laughs> I beg you, not two wives, like two wives, but it's just, I'm just talking about Jehoiada, a parabolic, <laughs> and put you on the throne. Dedicated your children, dedicated your shop, dedicated your business, dedicated your car, dedicated your shop, dedicated your aeroplane. If some enemies rise up from the east, then you say that, ah, I didn't know that, you know, the leadership, yeah, you know, yeah, too. You know, when leadership is so hard, that's what makes people rise and make people, you see. Look at how now your mind is working. You, know? you don't think of what the leadership has done for you and to you. You are only thinking about it's like what the leadership could have done for somebody to be doing evil things. I'm telling you that evil things are done by people who have been helped greatly. It doesn't mean that the leadership is bad. Sister, when you clap, it's part of your receptivity. Yes. I'm not saying you should clap if you don't really want to clap. It's not by force like that. But you can see it. Yeah. The day you sit somewhere and have worked for people and, and sacrificed for them and adventured your life for them and risked your life for them and you see them rising against you and you now you say, hey, these people, eh, what I've done for them. You haven't seen some before. When you are young and immature or you haven't experienced certain things, you sometimes just think that anybody that somebody rises against must be a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because you, 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 you agree that there is no smoke without fire. Yeah. Oh, jai, 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 jai. But are we not in Africa? Have you not seen smoke in your house that the fire is not from your house before? Hey, you, you didn't hear. I said, have you not been in your house? Eh? There's no fire. There's no fire in your kitchen. There's no fire in your sitting room. Nothing is burning in your house. It's burning some 200 houses away, 20 houses away, 5 houses away. But the smoke has filled your own house. You haven't seen some before. Is there anybody who has seen one before? Is there anyone who has seen one before? Yeah. So don't say there's no smoke without fire. There can always be smoke with fire, but the fire is not in your house. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yesterday you saw smoke in your house. Yes. And there was no fire. Yes. So people's houses can be on fire. And your whole house is filled with the smoke of somebody's smoke that is coming from his fire, from his own house. Don't sit somewhere and look at someone and say, hey, there's no smoke without fire. Hey, Papa, we. That piano, Oshija. Oshija. Is he burning? Is he? <laughs> He's every day burning something in the house, but it's not from his house. 
What did Gideon do? What did uh, uh, Zechariah or his father Jehoiada do to Joash? Interesting, another Joash name came back. It's not the same Joash. This Joash name is associated with things. This time the Joash was a good person. His son was. All the people who were involved in killing Gideon's sons were destroyed in the wars that followed. They were all cursed because they had repaid Gideon's efforts by killing his children. He that repays good with evil, the Bible declares that evil will not depart from his house. Evil will always be in his house. Are you there still? Yeah. I pray for you that you never be found joining forces with those that are fighting those that help them. Yes. An uncle that helped you, you are now at loggerheads with the children. You can't remember the kindness of this. Yesterday I told some people came to see us to commiserate is that the word they use with us and I was telling them this is my auntie that I was preaching about last week they said wow and she was running away she said oh why they have been using me to preach oh why I said oh I'll use you to preach till I die I said this is the woman who put me in her house till I finished university and married away out of her house. This is the woman. I was preaching about her last week. Her son always texting me. Oh, Charlie, Oh, this one. Is that he I'm, I'm, I'm flowing with him. Maybe he cannot give me anything. I can give him something. But because he's the son of a couple who were kind to me at a major junction of my life, he's very special to me. He's a Mephibosheth. Yes. He's a Zechariah. Those people must be special to you. Those people must be, must be, they say, shall suffer more, more. Yeah, suffer more, more. Jimmy say, like the children of the priest, they are very, look at them, foolish boys. Why are you insulting the children of your pastor? If you see the children of your pastor wayward, why will you not help to guide them and guide? Most of you will not lend yourself to raising up children in the children's church. So you find a pastor or a shepherd who is trying to bring people to church and doesn't have the time to be looking after his children and looking at and protecting them as you can yours. And because he's looking at for others, he's caring for others. And he has left his own, he has adventured his life and risked the life of all his children. And his children may probably, maybe they are not dressed well or they, they, because he is not there to see that. If he was to see it, he will correct it. But when you saw it, instead of helping them, 
Philip he's always shouting and look at them look at his children look at how they look at their dressing look at what they are eh, look at what they are eating rather you should have said ah, only your God you are eating you haven't eaten rice today let me go and buy you rice let me go and buy you ice cream let me take you here take you there is there no one left in Saul's house that I might show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? <sighs> All the bloodshed of innocent people who have been repaid with evil can explain the presence of curses. In many families today. Many families are the descendants of people who have repaid good with evil. We should expect many cases to be activated and effective today because our ancestors may have repaid good with evil. Have you wondered why there are so many diseases that are only explained by the fact that you belong to a certain family? Asthma, hypertension, diabetes, sickle cell disease, mental illness, and even cancer can be largely explained by the family you belong to. Do not repay good with evil. Otherwise, evil will never depart from your house. That is not how to say thanks. Set your heart to do what is right and to be grateful and thankful for the good things that you have received. Do not only say thank you for big things, but also for little things. Indeed, it is the little things that make the biggest difference in your life. glad are you glad about this message will you practice it for your own salvation there are cases that can be lifted not by oil being poured on your head but by just going back to your roots your background and returning good for the evil you have been given and and the evil treatment you have been returning to the source of good things that came your way. Don't say it was something small. We awake a crack when you did this small. No, every day, every day. Oh, every day, every day. Even somebody gave you food when you were hungry and your mother had traveled. My mother told me, she said, This your auntie. I was so, I said, When I was working, I used to go and leave you with her. Always. So sometimes I'll be there uh, without provocation. I'm a fire momo. I say, oh, I just received is this your phone that sent me momo like that. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I told her, my mother said you used to look after me. She said, oh, because ah, my brother's son eh, has been left with me. <laughs> what should I do? I have to look after you. So it's, it's like it's my duty. Yeah, it's your duty. But to me, 
is my honor. I cannot forget. Even today, make a fire momo. One from here now, make a fire momo. Fire the momo to her. Without provocation. Oh, yes, yeah, she. Because she hasn't done anything again. I don't see her. She doesn't call me. She doesn't come into my space. She doesn't add me to anything she's doing. I'm not invited. I'm not whatever. But for all eternity, my mother said, Demo Antinehu, he is saying thank you and it averts curses it stops it stops the bramble proverb and parable from ever being activated in your life lift your hand father thanks a million thanks a million tell the lord i'm changing Lord, I'm being transformed. Lord, I'm being my my mind is being rearranged. Oh, my father, Marota Sidiaga, Rapato Sabide Yamahanda Labada, Iemako Sayani Limitaranosi Abahanda. Hey, with a heart of gratitude. Oh, Simia Katande Rebo Sibiada Radara, Ripo Sandele Betayada, Ramako Sandele Betayada, Amazon Nimikapia Pazile Berendele Vitola. Forgive us for the evil we have returned to those who have been good to us. Forgive us for the wickedness we have returned to those who have favored us. Forgive us for the many, 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 many opportunities we had to do good for the good that had been done to us, but we returned it with evil. Barota Sandala Batoriada. Hey, mighty God. Oh, Blessed be God. We give you praise. We give you honor. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's giving Jesus Christ His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the
Thanksgiving, what was a curse is ruled out of your life. What was supposed to spell calamity will speak peace into your life, peace into your home, peace into your business, peace over your children, peace all around you, peace today, and peace tomorrow. The Lord Himself bless you. Those that are poor, let them say I'm rich because the, the curse of poverty is reversed for riches and prosperity and wealth by the power of God. Let the sick say I am healed. Let the sick say I am now healed because by your note of thanksgiving every curse of sickness and disease is destroyed today. The curse that came on Joash, the curse on Abimelech and the curse on the men of Shechem that curse is being rolled over from your life and the Lord is blessing you from henceforth and even forever in Jesus name Amen clap your hands please wow as every head is bowed and every eye closed I want to invite you here what are you going to do with God who has sent you his son how will you say thank you today you want to say thank you Lord by giving him your life by receiving the gift of salvation through his son Jesus Christ as every head is bowed and every eye closed wherever you are maybe somebody invited you maybe you came by yourself but you want to say pastor please pray for me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to be born again I want to be a, a believer I want to be a Christian I want to go to heaven when I die if you are here like that you want me to pray for you please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you Please lift up your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Anybody here? God bless you. Lift it up. You want to give your life to Jesus? Oh, my father, have mercy on me. Give him your life. Give him your heart. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
The way you can say thank you is to receive the gift. Somebody gives you a gift, stretch out your hand and receive it. If you have lifted your hand, take a step and come to me right here. saying thank you and close your eyes as we pray close your eyes yes say after me heavenly father i thank you for today have mercy on me and wash me from all my sins from today i will serve jesus i will follow jesus for the rest of my days please write my name in the book of life please write my name in the book of life i'm yours forever Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Amen. God bless you. It is communion time. Please receive your communion elements. Take out the bread. the body of Jesus Christ broken for you for your salvation for your healing Father we thank you for this body the body of Jesus Christ receive it with thanks in Jesus name Amen the body of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus he says that this is my blood that is shed for the remission of the sins of many this is the body of the blood of Jesus father we thank you for the blood that washes us from all our sins as we partake of it let it enter our bodies let it enter our lives bringing healing salvation deliverance sozo we receive it in Jesus name the blood of Jesus Christ may the Lord bless you may the Lord favor you may the Lord help you to be always appreciative and always saying thank you for the good things that are done in your life. The Lord show you mercy 
and great kindness. Because you have returned kindness for kindness, good for good, may good cancel curses, may good cancel evil, may good cover you and protect you, deliver you and your children and your children's children be blessed now and evermore. Amen. You are blessed. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.